The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir Ben Esther. Amen. Amen. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated as well Mazal. Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Osher, Osher, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zocher in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's Dap is being studied the Alunishmat of Raham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanichenu Began Eden Amen. Today's Dap is being studied with Fuash Yerimah Sarah Bat Rachel. En Narefan Allah Betoch Sheat Chole Amo Yisrael Amen. We begin today's Dap on Yud Zayin Amud Bet at the Mishnah. And the Mishnah begins, Haliyot Achad Shabbat. If let's say Yom Tov falls out on a Sunday. Bet Shammai Omrim, Bet Shammai says, Matpidin etakol belifnei ha-shabbat. So Bet Shammai says, anything that needs to be la, whether it's a person or whether it's kelim, so you have to dip it from before Shabbat, which means you dip it on Friday. Now again, the reason why a person would have to go to the mikveh before Yom Tov, it's because the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Chayav Adam letaheret atzmo baregit. That the <clears throat> is an obligation for us to go to the mikveh and to purify oneself before the holiday, and therefore, uh, since the Bet Shemite does not want you to go to the mikveh on Shabbat, he says you have to go on Friday. Bet says, while kelim vessels, you could you have to dip before the Shabbat. The Adam b'Shabbat, but Adam on Shabbat itself. Now, when it says that Betelel says that uh, Adam can go on Shabbat, which means even on Shabbat he is allowed to go, and we will have to see the reason why Betelel is lenient when it comes to Adam and Mahmir when it comes to Kelim. Beshavin, Bet Shammai and Betelel both agree Shemashikin etamayim bechli even letaharam. Now, we're talking about a case over here, as we're reading Nashi. Beshavin, Shemashikin etamayim. Mishi yesh lomayim yafin l'shtot. Guy has good water to drink, clean water. Vinitme'u, and they became temeim. You could take those Tameh waters, put it in a stone vessel. Stone vessels do not become Tameh. And you could put it in Megbeh water. Megbeh water is salty over here. And you dip it in the Megbeh. Until some of the waters of the Megbeh touch the waters that are in the vessel. So 
So now it becomes attached to the mikveh. Once waters of a mikveh become attached to tamer waters, so they become tahor. As she learned, this works from the law of ziri'ah, like planting. Which means once you take something and you plant it and put it in the ground, it becomes connected to the ground. The same thing over here, it's like you planted the waters in the mikveh. Once they touch the waters of the mikveh, they become tahor. They become batel to the mikveh. And they become tahor. Now, regarding other foods or beverages, they do not become tahor in a mikveh. The only type of beverage that one can metahir in a mikveh is water, like in the case we just discussed. So again, the Mishnah says, Veshavim, Bechamayim Betelel agree, that we're allowed to place water in a kli even and mashikin, we cause the waters to touch, and therefore they will become tahor. That can be done even on Yom Tov itself. Comes the Mishnah concludes, Abal lo matbilin. The Gemara is going to explain that let's say this person who has this Tamer water and he wants to make Hashaka, but he also has a wooden vessel that became Tamer. It is going to be forbidden to stick the Tamer water into the wooden vessel and make Hashaka and at the same time mitahed the wooden vessel. That is going to be a suit. That's why they only allowed it through a Kili Evan which does not mekabel tum'ah. The Mishnah concludes, umatbilin migav legav umehabura which literally means that one is allowed to dip vessels from one purpose to another, that's migav legav, mehabura mehabura, from one group to another group. We will wait for the Gemara to explain those last words. Comes the Gemara and says the Kula Alma Mihad. Everybody agrees. Bet Shemay and Bet Leel Kli b'Shabbat Lo, and it's forbidden to dip vessels in a mikveh on Shabbat. My Tama, what's the reason? Amad Abar Abba says Gezera Shemi Yitenenu Biyado Biyabidenu Arba Amot Bereshut Rabim. The Gezera that a person might come to carry the vessel in the Bereshut Rabim. Until he gets to the mikveh, so what are you going to say about a person that has the board, the mikveh, in his courtyard? So he's not going to come to carry four amot What are you going to say in that case? Why is it forbidden? We make a gezera to a case of a guy has the board in his own courtyard, to a case where the board is not in his courtyard. The rabbi has made a gezera. Kabbalah says, wait, hatina Shabbat. That explains why it should be a suit to dip on Shabbat. Biyom Tov, Why is it forbidden on Yom Tov as well? Our Mishnah said that when Yom Tov comes out on Sunday, you have to dip the kelim from Friday. That means it's a suit to dip them on Yom Tov itself. Why should be a suit? It's permissible to carry on Yom Tov. Gazru Yom Tov to Shabbat. The rabbis made a gezerah 
from Yom Tov to Shabbat. Gemara says, Omega Zinan, do we make such a Gezerah from Yom Tov to Shabbat? Behatinan, we learned in our Mishnah, Beshavin, Shemashikin, Etamayim Bichli Eben, Etaharam, that it's permissible to make Hashaka with the Tamir waters to purify them on Yom Tov, Abalumat Bidin, but we're not allowed to place them in a Tamir vessel to metahed that vessel in the Nekveh. Vi'i'ita. And if you're going to tell me that we make Gezerot, Nekzor Hashaka Atu Hatmanah. We should make a Gezerah that Hashaka should be Asur on Yom Tov. Because you might come to do Tebilah. Which means you're coming along and telling me that the reason why it is a suit to dip a keli that's tamer on Yom Tov is Gezerah Atu Shabbat. So I say, if that's so, Hashaka on Yom Tov should be forbidden. Atu Tebilah, that's a suit on Yom Tov, Atu Shabbat. So comes the Gemara and says, which means really, uh, we don't see that by Tebilat uh, Kelim, the rabbis made Gezerot. That's really the question. Which means, just like over here, they didn't make a Gezerah of Hashaka, Atu, that you might come to dip the Keli. So therefore we shouldn't make a Gezerah from Yom Tov to Shabbat. Does that make sense? Eat le mayim yafim hani lamali le meabad le hashaka. Obviously, we're talking about over here a person doesn't have any drinkable water besides this. Otherwise, why we we allow him to make a shaka? It's only because this is the only water he has that is uh, drinkable to him, and therefore that's the only clean water he has, so to speak. And therefore, we allow him to make a shaka. Obviously, if he had other clean water, we would not let him make a shaka. This is his only drinkable water that he has. And since this is the only waters that he has that are drinkable, he will be careful that what? That they are not going to become tameh. And therefore, uh, since these last waters that he has are the only waters that are drinkable for him. So therefore, he's going to be careful. And if they become Tameh, that is something that is not uh, Shiyah. And the rabbis do not make a Gezerah on something that is not Shiyah. Which means, the case of the Mishnah that they allowed Hashaka <coughs> is talking about, obviously, where he had a glass of water, some water, and... That was his only drinkable water, and it became Tameh. Because if he had other waters, let him go drink other waters. So it's such a far-fetched case that if the only water that he has to drink, and it became Tameh, we're not going to make a Gezerah on that case to something else, because that case itself is far-fetched from happening. Etibed, Kibana says, no, I'll bring another question. Madlin Bedli Tameh Vehutahor person is allowed to draw water from the well, which would be like a mikveh, 
with a bucket, the bucket being Tameh. Now, when he draws the water with that bucket, the glee, the bucket, is going to become Tahor. So the Gemara says, If you're going to tell me that we make Gizirot when it comes to Tevila'ah, we should make a Gizirah that he might come to dip the bucket alone. So the Gemara says, No, Shani Hatam. It's different. Since the only way we're letting him get this water is through his bucket, so from that alone he's going to remember that it is Asur for him to dip regular Kelim. So therefore that will also be a reminder to him not to come to dip regular Tameh Kelim. Now, now she asks a question, but what do you mean? In our Mishnah, we forbade to dip a Tameh Keli Etz and put the word that became Tameh in the Keli Etz to dip it. So that is forbidden. So that she says, there, it's evident he's going with kavanah to mitaher the kli. Hilkach mucham miltaditvila. That's evident that he's being mitabel the kli, and therefore the rabbis will say it. Why? The tamadit vila surah mishum did it etkin it takan keli. It looks like you're fixing the vessel. The high merzi, and that's what it looks like. Like you're fixing your vessel. That's your intention. Avalacha and I call you the imshad li tamer. Here, not everybody knows the li is tamer. On the contrary, they say he's using the li. Because it's the bucket, that's how you draw water. Therefore, the rabbis are not going to osir a tamer vessel to draw water from. And they did not make a gezerah, because the fact that they only allowed in a bucket, so therefore the person will remember not to do a regular keli. And there's another question. The vessel that became Tameh from before Yom Tov. Ebat pilin otobi Yom Tov. Cannot dip it on Yom Tov itself. Be Yom Tov. If he came Tameh on Yom Tov, but pilin otobi Yom Tov. He can dip it on Yom Tov. And the imitat, you tell me that we make gizerot when it comes to Tevilat Kelim, nigzod the Yom Tov, atu the item Yom Tov. We should make a gezerah that you shouldn't be allowed to dip the keli on Yom Tov after the case of where it became Tamer before Yom Tov. Kemalah says, Tum'ah b'yom Tov, miltah de lo shkicha hiyu, miltah de lo shkicha lo gazu barabanan. Tum'ah really on Yom Tov is not so prevalent because everybody becomes tahor before the Yom Tov. Therefore, such a case is not so prevalent that a keli is going to become Tamer on Yom Tov. Therefore, the rabbis are not going to make a gezerah. Eti, we have another question. So you have a vessel that became Tameh by coming in contact with an Avatumah. Avatumah would be, let's say, one of the Shiratim that died. So now the Keli has the status of a Rishon. It is forbidden to dip that vessel on Yom Tov. Because since that vessel is Tameh from the Torah, because when a Torah, a Kli, can become Tamer from an Abba Tum'ah, 
Therefore, it's an ik to mitaken. It looks like you're fixing the vessel. Therefore, it is forbidden uh, to dip that vessel. Bevelada tum'ah, however, if it became tamer by coming in contact with Adrishon, the tum'ah, matbilin oto tov. It is permissible to dip that uh, vessel on yom tov. <coughs> now, bevelada tum'ah is a rishon. Menatura rishon does not make a vessel a sheni. However, the hachamim put such a tum'ah. And the Gebarah says, wait, ve'imita nigzor ha-atu-ha. Gebarah says, wait, we should make a gezerah. If you make gezerot, if you tell me that you make gezerot by kelim, you should say that it's forbidden to dip the vlad, the kelim that became tamir from a vlad, from a rishon, atu the kelim that becomes tamir from a ab. So the Gebarah says, Wait, what's the case where a keli became tamer with a vlad? Gabe kohanim can only be a case by kohanim. Why? Because if a keli became a sheni, so what? You can eat from a keli that's a sheni. Because regular hulin food does not become tamer from a sheni. The only people that this is going to affect is kohanim. Because kohanim have terumah. And they're going to put it in this keli that's a sheni. Tirumah can become a shilishi. So the Gemara says, who are we talking about over here? Kwanim. Kwanim zirizimem. You know, the Kwanim are zealous. And therefore, they're careful. Therefore, we're not going to make a gezerah to the Kwanim. Tashema. Her clothes are tamer. And she does not have any other begadim. But she has to metahed these begadim. But she can't take them off and dip them because she doesn't have any other clothes to wear. So the Gebarah says, me'aremet betobedet bebegadeha. She's able to uh, make a ha'arama, a trick, and she can go into the mikveh with her clothes on. <clears throat> Which means, and this tevilah will uh, work for the begadim that's on her. And it'll be no problem for her to go into the mikveh, because we learned according to Betelel, it's permissible for a person to go to the mikveh on Yom Tov. The Hadush is over here that while she's wearing her begadim, she can go into the water, and the clothes will become teorim as well. Make a gizra, you might come to dip the clothes by themselves. says, the fact that we're only allowing her to metahir those clothes while she's wearing them, so she's going to remember that obviously dipping them in any other fashion is going to be asura. So let's review until this point what the Gemara said. The Gemara gave the reason why it is indeed Asur to dip Kelim that became Temeim on Shabbat. Rabbah said the reason is it might come to carry the Kelim. So the Gemara said, okay, but what about on Yom Tov? So 
Gemara says, we go there, Yom Tov, to Shabbat. So you see, when it comes to dipping Kelim, we make a Gezerah, for example, in this case, Yom Tov, to Shabbat. The Gemara then asked a host of questions where we see we don't make Gezerah, and the Gemara answered all those questions. The Parabah's answer stands that the reason why you don't dip Kelim on Yom Tov is a Gezerah, Atu Shabbat. Now the Gemara gives another answer. Gemara says, Rabbi Yosef Amar, Gezerah Mishum Sechita. Rabbi Yosef says, that the reason why it's Asur to dip Kelim on Shabbat, and as well as Yom Tov, is Gezerah that maybe you will come to squeeze the garments out is maybe the kelim are going to be like clothes, garments, and therefore when you immerse them in the mikveh, they're going to become drenched, and you might come to squeeze them. Sechita is asur on Shabbat, as well as Yom Tov. That explains kelim that are subject to the laws of sechita. For example, garments. Kelim de la benesfitanin hu ma'ika lememar. But kelim that are not subject to sechita, for example, a regular vessel. Why should that be asub? Amale gezera hane atu hane. It's not gezera. We're making gezera on the regular kelim atu the clothes that are benesfitanin. So you see, you make gezera by tevilat kelim. So the Gemara then asked on Rabbi Yosef all the above questions that we asked on Rabbi, where we see we don't make Gezerot, and we answered like we answered. So therefore, that is the second answer in our Gemara, Rabbi Yosef. The reason why we don't dip Kelim that became Tim'im on Yom Tov, the reason why we don't dip them on Shabbat as well as Yom Tov, is Gezerah Mishum Sechita. Now we give a third answer. Rabbi Bayamar Gezera Sheme Yashhe. The reason is we're concerned. If we can allow a person to wait until Yom Tov to dip vessels, if you can allow to dip vessels on Yom Tov that became Timeim, he is going to wait until Yom Tov when he has some free time. I'll say, oh, if it's permissible, so I'll wait till Yom Tov. But the problem is, in the interim, we're worried that he might put terumah or other things in this vessel, and it might make it tameh. So therefore, we do not allow him to dip these vessels on Yom Tov. Tanya kibatev rabibai, kli shenetma me'erev Yom Tov, a vessel that became tameh me'erev Yom Tov, en matrena tov Yom Tov gezerah, Shem me Again, because we're concerned that he might wait until Yom Tov. <clears throat> we don't want that to happen because unintentionally he might put to the mouth, for example, in the candy before he dips it. <clears throat> and therefore, it is going to become Tameh. Yamalana gives a fourth interpretation to why uh, it is forbidden to do tevilat kelim the Shabbat Yom Tov. Rav Amar b'penesh nerek mitaken keli. Reason is gezerat hakamim because it looks like you're fixing 
a vessel. And therefore, it's like a melacha. Because if the vessel was tamer, now by putting it in the mikveh, you're making it tahor, so it's like you fix the vessel. Kamara says, if that's the case, Adam nameh. So Adam also, how do you allow a person to dip on Shabbat? He also went in tamer, he's coming out uh, fixed. So he's fixing himself. Kamara tahor. Kamara says, Adam nereh when a person goes to the mikveh, it's not evident that he's going to the mikveh to fix himself from Tum'ah. It looks like he's just going into the waters to cool off. So therefore, it doesn't readily appear as fixing himself. Yeah, that explains, let's say, going into clean waters. You could say, yeah, looks like he's cooling himself off. But let's say there's dirty waters or waters that have a smell to them. So according to this logic, it should be asur, because people are going to say he's not cooling himself off. He must be going in for the mikveh. Therefore, it's going to be asur, because it should be also metakeh. Mara says, Sometimes the person goes when he's walking in the heat, and he'll even soak himself in the waters that they soak the flax, which are smelly waters, which means even in dirty waters, people can say, if it's a hot day, he's cooling himself off, because people do that. That only explains if it's in the summer, meaning in the heat. However, but what are you going to say in the cold months of the rainy season? So people are not going to say he's going into these dirty waters to cool off. Sometimes a person comes back from the field and he has all mud and dirt on him. And he even will bathe himself, even in which is referring to these dirty waters. So therefore, even in the cold season, the rainy season, people will assume that he's just washing himself off. And therefore, they won't assume that he's doing it for the Gebet. Therefore, be permissible on Shabbat to dip in those waters even in the rainy season because people will assume he's just cleaning himself off. The Kabbalah says, Tinah, the Shabbat. That explains Shabbat. What are you going to explain on Kippur? What's the question? Well, we know that it's going to be clear that he's not cooling himself off on Yom Kippur in the waters, because one is forbidden to bathe on Yom Kippur. So therefore, clearly, when he goes into the waters on Kippur, it's clearly he's doing it for Mikveh, and therefore it should be Asur. So what do you mean? Do we ever find something that's permissible on Shabbat, but on Yom Kippur is Asur? It's not so. Shabbat Shadeh, Yom Kippurim, Nameh Shadeh. Which means since we say 
that it's permissible for Shabbat, it's permissible for Kippur as well. Even though the reason might not apply for Kippur, but since Kippur is less stringent than Shabbat, after all, Shabbat is Hayub Sekilah, whereas Kippur is only Yisur Karet, therefore, it would be permissible for one to go into the Mikveh on Kippur, even in a case where a person, you can only have the logic where you could say the guy's cooling off, because cooling off really, you're not allowed to cool off in the waters on Kippur. You cannot bathe on Kippur. You cannot clean yourself in the waters on Kippur. And therefore, it's only obvious you're doing it for Tevilah. So therefore, it should be like Nidhekimitakin. You're right. But since we find it on Shabbat, it's permissible. So therefore, we haven't found something that is Mutad on Shabbat and Asur. On Kippur, and therefore be permissible on Kippur as well. So the Gemara says now again, this is all uh, answering uh, Rabbah's logic that says that the reason why a person, the reason why Kelim are asut on Yom Tov and Shabbat is because Nidekimitaken. Looks like you're fixing. But that reason doesn't apply by Adam. Because he said by Adam, it looks like he's being cooling himself off. And we gave all different scenarios. And we said, no, still looks like he's cooling himself off or cleaning himself off. And we said that the reason won't apply to Kippur as well because of the Sephara of Ho'il. So to that, the Gemara says, we eat in the Rabbah Ho'il. We see the Avah subscribe to the Sevarav Ho'il. We have a Mishnah. HaChoshesh B'Shinav. person, let's say, has a toothache on Shabbat. Lo yigma bahen etahomet. He should not sip vinegar through his teeth, because it's going to be evident doing it for the Fu'ah. This is in the Fu'ah forbidden on Shabbat. Avam betabelu ketarko. He's allowed to dip the vinegar, let's say, into food and eat regularly. If it gets better, it's better. If it gets better, it's fine. So they ask the question on this Mishnah. person should not sip the vinegar and spit it out. Because then it's evident you're doing it for the Fu'ah. You can sip the vinegar and swallow. So you see over here, it allows you, in the first B'raita, it says, He cannot sip. In the second Raita, it says you cannot sip and spit out, but sipping and swallowing is permissible. So we have a stira and the two Tanaic statements. Ramad Abaye and Abaye said, Ki Which means that what it said in the first Mishnah, that you cannot sip the vinegar, it means sip and spit out. And therefore we do not have a contradiction. So again, Abaye answered, very simple. Both Braithur are saying the same thing. That the first Braithur said that you cannot sip, means you cannot sip and spit out. That's what the second Braithur said, you can't sip, sip and spit out. No, I can learn the first Braithur like we learned, that it's forbidden to even swallow the vinegar, sip the vinegar and swallow it. Still going to be asud. Why? Why? One case is talking before you ate. One case is talking about after you ate. Which means before you ate, 
before you had the meal, before you made your normal tibilah, that's used to eat in the old days, you used to dip their food, so it's called eating tibul. Before you eat, so then it's permissible to sip the vinegar and swallow it. Why? Because people will say, yeah, he's just getting his appetite wet, you know, before the se'udah, so he's swallowing the vinegar, no problem. However, after the meal, then already it's going to be asur, because, say he ate already, what's he swallowing the vinegar for? Must be, he's doing it for the fu'ah. So that's the way Rabbah answers. That both cases are talking that it's asur to sip the vinegar and swallow it. However, one case is talking before the meal, that is permissible, and one is after. Now, the imita, if you're going to tell me that Baba holds of the subject of ho'il, name ho'il, the kodim tibul shari, the had tibul shari, which means if you hold of ho'il, you could say that since this is permissible before the se'uda, it should be permissible after the se'uda, which is what I'm going to say, it's one thing that's permissible at one point of Shabbat is going to be asur at another point of Shabbat. Therefore, again, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to say that. And therefore, you see what? That Ravah Just let's read that. She ne'ma'u'il Ve'kodem achila shari Denir'eh just like we're saying, before he eats, so we're saying when he sips the vinegar and swallows it, it looks like he's eating the vinegar. We're not going to start making a chiluk on the shi'ur of Shabbat. So therefore, it doesn't make sense what Rabbah is saying, to say that one's before and one's after. So comes again, Maran says, Hadar be Ravah mehi. Gemara says Ravah actually retracted from his interpretation of the vinegar, and now he agrees to abaye, which means the case of the vinegar is like we said that to sip it and spit it out is a suit. To sip it and swallow it is permissible, but he retracted from what he said before to say that one from before you ate, one from after, because that wouldn't make sense. Because to be held of for him, it should be permissible the whole time. <clears throat> and therefore, we have to say, really, he holds up the Sivarab Hu'il, and the way he answers up the case of the vinegar is like Abaye. Who told you that he retracted from what he said by the vinegar? Maybe he retracted from what he said by Megveh. Which means, maybe, he'll say that really, on Yom Kippur, it's a sur to go into the mikveh, to dip. Because no, and what has to go to the mikveh, tovlim kedar kan. They can go in the normal fashion, ben yom kippurim. or yom kippur. So you see, clearly we have a b'raita, the rabbi's not going to argue with a b'raita, it allows a person to go to the Megvah on Yom Kippur. Now, even though it's clear he's not doing it to cool himself off or bathe, but since it's permissible on Shabbat, it's permissible on Kippur. Allah must subscribe to that. So if he holds a vo'il, we must answer that the case of uh, sipping the vinegar is like a bayer, 
that sipping to spit out is asur, sipping to swallow is permissible, and therefore Rabah's answer stands, which was the answer that he said, that the reason why it's asur to dip kirim is because of nerek kimitaken, which is not, does not apply by Adam, uh, certainly on Shabbat, because it's nerek kimikab, it's like he's calling himself off, and will not apply to kipur as well because of the sevara of ho'il. Kabbalah continues, so he said it's permissible to take waters that became Timi'in, put them in a uh, stone uh, vessel, and make hashaka in the Mikveh. <clears throat> and then the Mishnah said, Abalo matbilin. So the Gebarah says, My Abalo matbilin. What does it mean in the Mishnah when it says, Lo matbilin? But you cannot immerse, you cannot dip them. Amar Shemuel, Eim matbilin et akeli, which means one would not be allowed to take a vessel that was tameh, put these water in the vessel, for example, a kiliayat, and while making hashaka on the waters, simultaneously be mitahir the keli. That is going to be a suit. So it says, it's a suit. With its waters, the tarot, the metahed, the keli, That's going to be a suh. So now Gebra says, Mani matnitin. Who's the author of our Mishnah? Lord Rabbi, the Lord Abbanan. It's not Rabbi and it's not Abbanan. Why? The time now we have a brighter. En matpirin et keli al gabe memad le tarot. One is not allowed to be tovel keli with its tamer waters in it. On Yom Tov, ve'en mashikin etamayim bechli even letaharan. Nor can you make hashaka in a kli even. Devre Rabbi, that's the opinion of Rabbi. Vachamim omrim matbilin kli al gabe memav letaharor. It is permissible to matbil a kli that became to matbil a kli that became tamer with its waters in order to matayeret umashikin etamayim bechli even letaharan. Furthermore, you can make hashaka. So these are the two opinions regarding this subject. The Gemara says, Mani, who's the author of our Mishnah? Irabi, Kashi Hashaka. Because our Mishnah says Hashaka is permissible on Yom Tov, and the Beraita says Hashaka is Asur. Right, the Beraita said, the En Mashikin Etamayim Bechlieven. So therefore, cannot be the B, because again, our Mishnah is Matira Shakan Yom Tov in a Kli Eben, and the Brighton was also Ira Banan Kasha Hatbala, where our Mishnah was also to be Metabel a Tameh vessel with water in it. Tamehtahir, it would be a suit, where Hakanim say it's permissible. So who's the author of our Mishnah? I could say it's either one of the two opinions. How? If you want, I can say that the Mishnah is Rabbi by explaining the Braita the following. The Reshah of the Braita that says one is not allowed to matbil a kli with its water, that's talking about Yom Tov. Good, that will be consistent with our Mishnah. The Sefa and the end of that Braita that said, Hashakaz Asur, that's Dafka on Shabbat. 
וכולם מדליקים ביום טוב, and our whole משנה is talking about יום טוב, and therefore it's consistent with the B, which means תבילה על גבי מימם is going to be אסור on יום טוב, good, but השקה permissible on יום טוב, because the ברייתא, when it said השקה זה אסור, was only on שבת, but יום טוב is permissible, so the ברייתא means the B can be the author of our משנה, you say that our משנה is all talking about יום טוב, ויבעתמה, or we could say, רבנן, or I could say what? The opinion of our Mishnah is the rabbis, וכולה מתניתין בשבת. And I could say that our entire Mishnah is talking about Shabbat, which means when the Brayta said, According to Rabbanan. Rabbanan said, Matbilin kli al gabe memav v'taharan. Since you're allowed to be matbil a kli al gabe memav. So we'll say that that's talking about Yom Tov. And how Mishnah, that forbade it, is talking about Shabbat. And that which he said, Hashaka, is... Uh, permissible on Yom Tov and Wadim Shabbat. So Hamishnah also saying that Hashaka is permissible on Shabbat. So then I could say that the entire Mishnah is referring to Shabbat, which means on Shabbat, that's when the Chachamim made a difference between Hashaka and Al-Gabemimav in a which means Shabbat will be permissible, and Hatbarah will be asur, and therefore can be following that opinion. I just read the first three lines of Rashi on Yud Chet Amudbet. Kedim is going to be Asur. So therefore, it is consistent with his opinion or their opinion in the Brayta. Amen.